back to the Patch Pod. I'm Eugene Kim, host, and with, as always, Colin Wong and John Bogdan. Hey guys. <laughs> hey everyone. Hello. Did you, guys have, did you guys have a good week? Yes. Yeah. Anything exciting? Anything interesting? No, nope. I just stayed, just spent time with family. <laughs> Tried to stay warm. Yeah. For us Vegas people, I think it's just, it's too, it's been too cold. So. Mm. Well, I went mountain biking. You did? Yeah. In snow or? <laughs> no, just, yeah. It was oh, pretty cold, but it's just... Somewhere a little bit lower? Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. Not today. Well, we're getting back to the normal sort of episode this week. Now that we're back from the, the three Q&As, hopefully... If you've listened to all three episodes, I'll probably know a little more about us now than, than ever. Hopefully that wasn't too, I don't know, too much maybe, <laughs> but yeah, no, we've, we've definitely had a lot of fun. Even, you know, like, you know, we talk to each other quite often, but some of these questions that we don't really get to ask each other. So it's kind of nice to get dive into deeper stuff and just you know, talk about different aspects of the business and personality. So yeah. So this week, as John suggested, he wants to dive deeper into the, the world of second photography. John, although he does, he shoots a lot of sort of like lead photography job as well, but he does second shoot for me. Do you second shoot for anyone else? No, just you. No. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm on it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I mean, you know, I think this, this time of the year, just with everything starting out, you know, I think it's kind of nice for. If there are people who are kind of getting into wedding industry, second photography is always kind of a good way in as well. So we thought this might be very relevant to a lot of people that, you know, some of the listeners that we have. Yeah. So who wants to start? John, do you want to start? Who is the, what's the, what's the role of the second mm -hmm. photographer or what is the second photographer? So basically, well, to me, I'm pretty much a second, second shooter and an assistant. And to me, my role every time we shoot is to like fill in the gaps of, of what you can do at, at that specific moment of time. Because, you know, there are things that cannot be repeated, like the ceremony. It's nice to have that another angle. It's nice to get another shot of, of, of things, you know, that is exact, a specific moment. So I think that's the main role of a second shooter, just, you know, being a backup and also providing different angles at the, at this, at this specific moment or at the same moment that, that cannot be repeated. Yeah. How about you guys? What do you think? Well, I was going to also add, it's important to have another photographer, especially if, for example, the getting ready is at two different locations and they're occurring at the same time. So as a lead photographer, you can't be at the same place at the same time. Yeah. So that's when you would need a second photographer. Yeah. If you don't have enough time and it's happening at the same time, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, especially on a wedding day, that. You only have a limited amount of time and, or if they're getting ready at a, like very far away from each other, then that's when I would also recommend having a second shooter. But yeah, I think, I think, else? Yeah. I think for me, it comes down to the number of guests, like how big the, how big the mm. wedding is. Usually if it's less than hundred, then, you know, I think second photographer is more of an, more of an assistant. Like, mm. but if it's more than hundred, then I definitely need to rely on the second photographer to capture some of the shots that I just cannot be at, at some of those spots. So, and I, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm just imagining it just because I've never second shot, 
And I'm assuming probably John feels this way, but I think not having that sort of like lead um, directing role, you probably have a little bit more creativity. Like you don't have to, you know, you can kind of go around and just take the shots in, in an angle that you want. Mm-hmm. Whereas some of the lead photographers, like we said, we're directing and we're doing, you know, some yeah. of the, sometimes we get, get involved with the, with the clients and the guests a little bit too much sometimes, or I yeah. try not to, but. Sometimes we have to. Yeah, it's um, I guess it's 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 different. I would say because sometimes there's like a shot that I want, but I couldn't like necessarily get it because I'm not like in in the right place or like the eyes are looking at at, at the lead shooter. So I have to position myself in a way where in it 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 really is like more of a candid style, more documentary style of photography. It could be um. Could be creative, but it you know it, it it takes time and the eye to to really find the shots. And if you're not if you're not the lead shooter, because if you're the lead shooter, you can set everything up and you know direct the couple. But if you're the second shooter, you're just going by the flow of what the lead shooter is is doing. So you're picking your 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 spots where you can where you can locate yourself, right? And it's not going to look weird on the photos. Yeah, I think that sure. come, I think that should come down to the to your style as well. Because like yeah. if you if you like to direct people, direct the wedding in in a way that that would look nice on on your style, then then definitely it will work that way. But have you guys heard of Joe Busink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's I think he started almost thirty years ago, ninety. I think some sometimes in nineties. But he the way he does is like he hires a second photographer who will be a lead photographer mm-hmm. and he he kind of operates as a second photographer and apparently the reason that he does that is because he likes to tell the stories of just the way things are yeah. happening he doesn't want to direct anyone yeah. so yeah yeah and he was saying it was just it's he's free to do, to do anything yeah. more creative things because the stress of that lead shooting of like you know posing the family you're doing the family foremost Doing like the must do shots, I guess that's not his favorite thing. He wants to do like, you know, cool. more creative, more storytelling stuff with that, which means it's not necessarily what, what the grandma will be looking for or, you know, the family members will be looking for because, you know, they want the photos, you know, that are going to go to the mantle. But yeah, that's, that's how he was explaining. It's just more, it's more freedom, freedom for him to be more mm-hmm. creative. Yeah. And he's, he's one of the most expensive wedding photographers in the world yeah. right now. So, so yes. Yeah. Uh, he's retired, right? He's, he's done. It, I think he still works and doing like studios and stuff, but I don't, oh, okay. I don't think he does any weddings. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Or maybe he will take another, take another one if it's like 50,000. Yeah. Oh, you think, you think he's going to be in WPPI? Uh, he used to, he, I, I know he used to go. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I never met him in person, so. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, do you think? Do you guys think? Is it is it a necessity for clients to hire a second photographer if they have an option, or it just completely depends on the the lead photographer? Well, to me, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think they will notice. But for me, how I want to run my business, I would prefer to have a second shooter. It's just an, another safety or another like that. That just. It's a peace of mind for me that knowing that if something happens to me, there's going to be a backup 
something happens to my gear, there's going to come back up. Although I'm bringing three bodies, although all of those break, at least I'm not going to be shooting on my camera phone. I have another shooter that's like a backup. You know, it's just, yeah, I think it's just better to to have a second shooter for those bigger weddings. If the if the client doesn't mind having another extra person, because I know like some clients, they want like, they want it to be as less intrusive as possible. So they're just hire like one person, one photography person. And that's, you know, for them, for it not to be intrusive, for it, for, for them to be like more of an actual wedding day without a lot of like, it's not a, it's not a, a photo session or, um, you know, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's better to just have a second shooter. So do you have, do you have a second shooter option included in the second, like all your packages? So, so for the intimate weddings, there's no second shooter, but you can add it on. And then for my other wedding packages, the second, second shooters are included. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, there's no option to have them excluded for the eight hour weddings. Second shooters are included. And then, yeah. And then they can just add on like highlight films. Yeah, how about you guys? How do you structure it? Well, in the past, I did include it in several packages, but now I think since I've kind of changed what type of weddings I'm Mm -hmm. tailored towards, I don't include it. Okay. But again, it really depends on the client, depends on the wedding that they're hoping to have. But I think for me personally, it's important to find someone that I like to work with as well. So if I don't have someone, then I'd rather work by myself. Mm. So, well, so you're, Pauline, you're move, talking move, about like... Move to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll contact you. <laughs> it's like, it's like an, what, like an hour or no, two hours? We say this every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should just start inviting Pauline. I should just fly every week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Berlin, you're talking about inti- intimate weddings, right? Like, like you think it's not necessary. No. Yeah, for like, yeah, yeah moments like that. That's why on my first package, I, I do not include it as well, like the intimate weddings. So it, I guess it really depends on what type of clients you're getting or what type, yeah, what type of wedding you're going to be doing. Yeah. Again, going back, for me, even if I had a bigger wedding... I don't necessarily keep the mm-hmm. second shooter the same coverage as me. So they would only come in like in the middle or unless, like, mm-hmm. like I mentioned before, if they're getting ready at separate locations at the same time, then they would start when I start and then they would just leave before I would be done. Mm-hmm. It's because by the time it's reception, I personally don't think you need to. It's just mm-hmm. kind of overkill, especially if it's just dancing. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. That's sure. a good point. I never thought about that way. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it, like... it, it is, it's going to kind of be weird for a second photographer because I've been in that position where I just kind of leave midway and it, it is kind of weird because you don't really mm. say bye to the couple yeah. and you kind of feel like you weren't even part of the wedding. But again, mm. sometimes it's just not in the budget, right? So that's yeah, one way you can kind of go around that. Yeah. But I've that's met also, I... I've also met a lot of photographers who personally like working by themselves and they think that they can do everything on their own. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really dependent on the photographer as well if they think, can do it on their on their own yeah i think that's me i definitely work much better by myself but at the same time i understand the importance of like growing the team 
So I'm always yeah. like, it's like, even if it's less than hundred, hundred guests, like I always try to make sure, you know, like before John, I always try to bring someone who, who would like to become a second photographer or now, now John, you know, he, he, he comes along to the weddings, even, even if he's not invited. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I, uh, I just invite myself. Yeah. So it's it's for me, like, I think I focus much better just being just me myself. Like if I have an assistant or a second photographer, I feel like I, that's also my responsibility in terms of like them knowing what to do and, and all that. So I'm, I'm trying to sort of like divide my attention to couples, guests and, and to the, to the second photographer. So for, to me, it feels a little bit much, but at the same time, it's one of the responsibility I feel like I need to take on and I need to improve on. So something that, something that I do try to work on, but yeah. Yeah. I think I'm both as well. Sometimes I like rather work on my own, but at the same time, it can get so boring by yourself. You don't really have mm -hmm. anyone to bounce ideas off of, just like talk about just yeah. the day. And so mm -hmm. I think, especially after this past season, I made friends with a lot of bartenders with you know, the wedding planner, just because I was on myself and I had no one else to talk to. So, <laughs> so I guess in that sense, I was able to network yeah. with other people than if I had a second shooter with me. But if I did, it, and especially if I enjoy working with them, it could make the day so much more fun. And you yeah. can, again, like I said, bounce ideas off of each other and be more creative together and create shots that you may not have done yeah. on your own. So, yeah. Well, there is actually another sort of, Upward trending trends, upward trending trends, does that make sense? <laughs> uh, of a second photographer these days, have you guys seen the uh, new, new options that photographers have been adding? The uh, social media contents. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. You can, you can charge clients for the entire day captured on your iPhone. Delivered stories, Instagram stories. Yeah, Instagram stories and everything. So that's another role that the uh, second photographer can take on. Um, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, maybe have just a phone mount on top of a camera and then um, just start taking, right. you know, videos and take some shots here and there and, and uh, deliver for the, deliver to the, to the clients at the end of the day. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of my Facebook groups that I'm part of, someone did mention that their client is asking for specifically Instagram reels and things that they can put into their social media. Yeah. So I I guess that is a trend. I mean, I don't know how trendy wow. it is for maybe the old generation, but the current yeah. younger one for sure. Yeah. It's it's, it's Instagram <laughs> is so big. Yeah. Also TikTok, they can also use it. Yeah, exactly. Well, TikTok, TikTok. So I think it's I think it's one of those things like even if I think it's because iPhone photos and the like all the recordings look definitely different to our cameras. Mm -hmm. So I think clients want to have more consistent looks of the way that's being recorded on the iPhone as well as on camera. Mm -hmm. I think that's what the, what's, that's what driving the, I think the demand just because they, they want to record everything, but they don't really have that time and they cannot always have their phone with them. So yeah. So even if they don't go on Instagram or TikTok, I think they still want it. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting though, because even it personally is. in my social media, I find 
the reels that have the behind the scenes video or video that I capture on my phone do better than on my camera, for example. Mm. <laughs> so I think maybe it is what you're kind of saying. People are wanting to see what it actually looks like in real life versus something that's very. Yeah. And then produced. if we do all offer it is the good thing is is that we have uh, we have content to put on on social media yeah that sounds crazy yeah it's like the clients paying for your bts photos are like yeah that's yeah that's pretty interesting so there you go pauline do you have you been hiring a second photographer like lately like for any of your weddings no no (laughs) only the big one only Which the big one. I don't normally do anymore. <laughs> okay. Unless, unless, like my own, I'm saying. If I'm shooting for a studio and I'm the lead, then typically there's two of us. Mm. And mm. which case I don't get to choose the second either. So that's been really mm. fun, honestly. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. Learning experience for me to kind of working with people who I just meet that day. So, but normally myself, of, no. Do you usually try to have a lot of like conversation before or? Do you just so the studio the one that I work for they well in their email they say they require the lead to kind of contact the second shooter beforehand just to go over the details of the timeline and just to I guess talk but typically Mm. it's so short that you just end up just meeting them on that day but it hasn't it's worked out so far I think I've met some pretty cool people some maybe I probably wouldn't hire personally again but if I had an option, but I think it's so important to have those experiences and be able to work with a variety of people because you don't know if you will see them again or if you would yeah. are desperate and you really need someone. So so if you were to hire a second photographer like yourself, like if you, let's say if you do a, like a bigger wedding, what would you say is like the first thing that you look out for and first thing sort of like you, what are some of the things that you kind of look for? Well, at this point in my, I guess, journey, I'd probably find someone that I worked with already in the past just because I already know how how they are and how we work together. And then, but I find even now, if you go through your list and everyone's busy, everyone knows someone else that they can either ask or refer. And I've Mm. actually gotten some jobs based from people referring me as a second. So again, I think it's kind of, building your circle of people you you kind of trust and I think we've had this conversation before I feel like well me and you especially we I think we prioritize their like the working environment more than their actual skill because that really is important because if even if they're extremely talented and but they're really rude or something and they're your your client then that's gonna be an issue right so yeah yeah, that's probably the first step I would say. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think I think once someone has sort of like a photography sort of like fundamentals down in terms of like how to expose. If I tell the second shooter, you know, expose to the left, and if they can understand something like that, then you know, mm-hmm. then that's fine in terms of skill level, you know. But I think, yeah, the personality, like how personable they are on the wedding day, how well they get on with the clients and the guests, is definitely a lot more important than their skill level or you know, anything else that they do. So yeah. John, do you have anything in terms of like what you thought should be some of the not photography skills necessary, but some of the things that you 
should have as a second photographer, but now that you've been hired as a second photographer a few times, <laughs> is there something that's been different? Like from your previous thoughts? Well, to me, I I felt like I had, um, in terms of gear, whatever I had, because I already shot a wedding, I thought that was that was sufficient to bring in as a second shooter. So yeah, I, I don't, I didn't feel like I needed anything else yeah. in terms of gear. Yeah. But I mean, but what I'm saying is like, in terms of like, did you already think like you have to be pretty good at taking photos uh -huh. and when you actually started taking mm -hmm. photos, like that's not really necessary. Kind of thing. Well, I felt like you have to be competent enough to at least have a, a basic understanding of mm. exposure. At least it's the photos are not blurred. Like understanding like depth of depth of field, like especially family formals or like you know certain photos, you have to you know stop down and have everyone in focus, stuff like that. And then low light, especially I feel like knowing how to use the flash reception i think that should that should that's a must like you have to know how to use the flash yeah. or you know, know how to use yeah know how to use uh, how to shoot in dark environments yeah yeah and yeah. I feel, yeah that's necessary i think one another thing that i'll probably look into look for when i'm hiring a second photographer is probably the experience like if it's less than like i said in the earlier in the in the podcast but if it's if the guess is guess counts is less than 100 then as long as they can take photos and they are okay in terms of like get along with, with people, then I'm okay. It'll be just good for building experience and just getting another exposure and how the wedding runs and all that sort of stuff. But I think if it's, if the guest, guest number goes over a hundred, then I will definitely need to hire someone who is definitely competent and definitely more experienced in terms of they can almost lead the lead the wedding themselves that way that I can completely rely on that person, that photographer to, you know, go and, go and take photos of the bride, bride getting ready or the groom getting ready or the, you know, with the best man and, and all that sort of stuff. Like, so even if I'm not there, even if I'm not directing that they can take on those responsibility, I never actually had to do that just because, just because I've always, I guess I had enough time in terms of me, like all the second photographer, like John will probably know, like, even if we have to do like a bride, bridal party, and then the, the, all the best men's and grooms, groomsmen side of things, we always stick together and we'll take photos in different angles in, in one spot and then go to the next spot. Mm -hmm. So never had to ask John to go to somewhere different and, you know, take mm -hmm. photos, but definitely yeah. I think if it goes over hundred, then I'll probably have yeah. to do that. Well, sometimes you had me do that. Like you were doing sunset photos and then I was doing details. Oh yeah, yeah, or, yeah. After yeah. the ceremony, yeah. Or during, oh, before the ceremony. Details of the church, so stuff like that, yeah. Oh, that yeah, one. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I, I don't think you had time because it was like, yeah. Yeah, they, everything was running late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. The timeline and you're running late and there's no... Not enough time yeah. to be able to shoot both sides of the yeah. party, then you're going to have to utilize your second shooter. But I'm yeah. going to also add like another quality maybe a second shooter should have above just technical and skill is I think just having good intentions and being that support for your lead photographer, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if you're there 
in hopes to build your own portfolio. That's probably not the best mm -hmm. intention to have, unless you make that clear with your lead photographer. Say you, for example, what you're saying, Eugene, if you think you can already do that wedding by yourself, but you're just choosing to invite, say, John to come because you want him to be able to build his own portfolio, then that's different. But I think in most cases, if you're hiring a second photographer, you're really hiring them not just to get all those different angles and different perspectives, but also have them supporting you and say, yeah. if there's no planner to call out the names of each group for family photos, then they'll be the one to step in and do that, right? So yeah. it's really understanding yeah. that. That's actually very important. Yeah, I've, I've been yeah, doing this with Eugene for a while now. So every time I, I, I work with him, that's like the main, my main mindset is to just be able to, to help them in any way. Yeah. So, yeah. And the portfolio building, that's just second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there was one wedding I yeah. shot this past season with one of my friends. At the end of it, I was like, honestly, you didn't even need me here. I don't think I even barely took a few hundred photos for you. Yeah. I literally was just there for support. Yeah. Literally standing next to him yeah. in case he needed anything. Because yeah. sometimes, to, yeah. Yeah, and just to notice things, say, if, you know, a bridesmaid hair is out of the, like, in their face or something, then I would be there to point that out, for yeah. example, if he missed something. So, again, to just have another set of eyes to look through all yeah. the details that a lead mm -hmm. may be scrambled and maybe forget or something. So, yeah. again, it's just being that support. Yeah. Especially with family formals. That's where you just... Mm -hmm. Usually it needs help, like uh, calling yeah. out the like calling out the names, like because I have the list in hand, and then you, you know so that it just would go smoothly, and also setting up the lights, just having make sure the lights are set up. He's still Eugene, still double checks it, but like it's just good to like like I can help them like you know set up some of the lights before we do the final formals, stuff like that. But yeah. But see, like, the, see, some of the things that you guys are mentioning, like, right now, like, this can be done by an assistant. Like, it mm -hmm. doesn't, nece that does, doesn't necessarily have to be a second photographer. So it's like, I think it's one of those things, like. That's why, I, yeah. Probably, probably having just, yeah. I mean, in terms of intention wise, yes, that's definitely the, 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 I, I always try to put that out there as like a personality thing, <laughs> but yes, yes uh, I think the legal side of things is quite, quite, it can be quite complicated to something that does surprise a lot of the second photographers. But I think when the lead photographer have the, what they, they know exactly what they're picturing when shooting that wedding, then it becomes a lot more clear for the second photographer as well. So that hopefully that message gets you know, transferred on and hopefully they can work as a as a team as not just an assistant job it's actually a second photography kind of job so yeah sure. should we talk about the legal side of things a little bit actually, i also yeah. want to sorry i also want to add in a really valuable why sometimes you would need a second shooter i think it's very specific to hybrid shooting i think that's that's where it really comes in handy because there are moments where you will you are doing videos you're doing video and then you miss that moment. Sometimes clients would still want a photo of that moment. So it's good to have a second shooter capturing a moment or a photo of that moment, plus you having a video of that. So I think that's what the main reason why I wanted, I really wanted to add it on my, on my packages so that I can offer hybrid, hybrid coverage properly. Cause I, I also don't want to, I don't want to, I guess, make the, photography side of it less deliver less to the clients yeah they mm. miss some moments 
because I was doing a video at that moment. Yeah. Mm. What do you What do you think about that? Uh, that That doesn't change too much for me, just because I definitely prep my clients in terms of like if I'm doing the hybrid coverage by myself then always I will always prioritize photography like oh. if there's a moment if there's a moment that I think I'll miss something then I'm going to miss in the video because essentially it is a highlight video it is more of a behind the scenes style video so photography will always come first and I mean there wasn't a single situation where couples were like oh in that case can we hire a second photographer or can we do can you do other other type of other things or can you do two cameras or you know no one has asked me that so like yeah. I think it's, it's, I think in that sense, it's about setting the right expectation. But yeah. at the same time, like I said, if like, if you're the lead photographer and you know what you want out from that wedding, like what your goal is, what your vision is for that wedding, yeah. then you would have to work that around, like by hiring a second photographer or, yeah. you know, so. I guess that's a really good way of selling a second photographer, <laughs> like have that option and just because you brief them like that way. If they don't want to miss those moments, okay, hire a second shooter. Then oh yeah, there's definitely yeah. value for it. Yeah, I didn't think of the, of it that way. Like mm -hmm. we like yeah, talking to them that way would really that's an additional reason why they should hire a second shooter. Okay, cool. We can move <laughs> okay. on. <laughs> okay, so the I guess the legal side of things is that obviously because we're not really lawyer or the, you know, the, we don't have any legal background, so we, we cannot tell people like what to do, but in terms of just, just in case there are some people who are listening, you know, they don't really know too much about the second photography side of things, just wanted to kind of touch base on some of the, some of the general practices that goes on, especially when it comes down to the copyright. So by definition, copyright is, is copyright is owned by someone who takes the photos, regardless of who owns that camera or the equipment. So even if you're a second photographer, so like a lot of, a lot of photographers, that's why they argue that if they're a second photographer and they're the one who took the photos, isn't, isn't that photos part of theirs. But when you're signing the contract, oftentimes it should say in the contract as a contractor, as a second photographer, it should say all the copyright belongs to that brand, the, the lead photographer brand. Yeah. Um, if it's a contracted work. Yep. Yeah. And don't do any work without the contract. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, there's plenty of times there's no contract for, for sure. But I mean, I think I'm just lucky that I've worked with cool people that there's never been an issue. I mean, yeah. I worked with someone who yeah. I just met, but she was very strict about, hey, just to let you know, like, I would not want you to use those photos for your own purpose. And fine, like, that's. You know, it, it was clear for me, so she made it clear from the beginning. But otherwise, I I don't think I've ever signed a contract when I second job, other than the studios mm. I work for. Okay. Did you, when <laughs> yeah. be, before she told you that, did you did you already know about that the general practices, or was that the first time hearing that you cannot use it? I mean, I always knew that it has to be a discussion that you would talk yeah. about beforehand, like because I've worked with people who they're like, oh no problem, just use it for yeah. your portfolio. Most it, cases, it, they don't yeah. care. <laughs> so, so it depends from person to person because I've yeah. also watched some YouTubers. They have different things to say about that. I know John, Bra John Branch, he has, yeah, he has different things set up. And then some photographers, 
some lecturers will also say like, you cannot post anything about this for like six months. And then after that, you can, you can mm. use it for your portfolio. They're like, yeah, there's different, different stuff. Yeah. But, so yeah. for the, my other friend who I work for, who I'm the lead, he, I always check with him. Hey, is it okay? I post. And usually it, he's fine with it after he's already delivered their gallery and, and another studio again, three months is or okay. like the limit so, for me. So. so that's the thing. Yeah. 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 I guess uh, I'll, I guess well, I'll say what I know we're bad examples. No, <laughs> <laughs> at least we'll be me and John between me and John. So, yeah. so the, my my intention is that second photographer should be a way for them to build experience, but also build in in a way that they can go out and to be a lead photographer. But if they're working and cannot post any of their work, well, it doesn't actually have to be their work, but like. If they cannot post on, you know, if there's nothing for them to show on the, on their Instagram or on the website, then there's no point of, well, they, they can still go out and create or shoot themselves, but yeah, you know, I, they can utilize those, those photos. So the way I work with John is that I will still, I will still edit all the photos in, in our brand style, but he can use any of the images and post it on, on his Instagram and on his website. Just with under one condition and with just saying that, you know, it was shot during working with Eugene Kim photography and link with website if he's posting on the website and link or uh, link, you know, the Instagram account if he's posting on Instagram. And the reason that I ask a lot of the lead photographers should do this is that this also works for you as well in terms of creating more SEO. <laughs> So it's yeah. a, it's a win win. I mean, it's like you're you're advertising your work for other people. A lot of people worry about comp creating competition, but honestly, there are too many too many photographers anyway. Just having one more photographers actually having one more photographer who can work with you is much beneficial than creating a competition. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's I think there's a lot more upsides than you know, restricting second photographer not to use the images. It doesn't have to. It doesn't necessarily have to shot you know be shot by by john but like he could use any of the any of the images that you know shot during that wedding so yeah yeah well that's the only legal side that we kind of have to talk about. well there there could be a lot of other things as well but we don't there's, there's really unnecessary stipulations yeah it depends on the lead photographer and how how strict you guys want to be um but it's always a good idea to have a contract Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. You never know. Yeah, just in case you meet some other, you know, different personalities. I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm lucky with Eugene. Well, well John, John, John might, John might run away with with some some other photographer. So. I don't know about that. But also, I think it's just too small of a community if you were to you know, disrespect that person or the lead photographer, yeah. right? Like if mm. you do that and you go against either their word or whatever, it's mm. going to get back to you, right? Like it's a small community industry. If someone says something bad about you, I think it's going to be hard to kind of build up again, especially if they're well-known in, in your city, especially. So I don't, it's not worth it at all. Yeah. You know, hopefully there's good enough people out there to think about that <laughs> yeah. 
And I guess lastly, I wanted to touch based on like what sort of pay second photographers get. But this vary, this can vary mm. so much in by by cities, by regions, by different countries. So I say, I, I guess I say what 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 I pay. And so if if someone who wants to be a second photographer but they've never really done any wedding, maybe they've been been to a wedding as an assistant or something, but they can take some photos. But so that those situations will probably be like thirty thirty dollars an hour if they've done more less than ten weddings. That's why they have a little bit more experience, but not really enough to be a lead photographer. Probably 50 an hour if they have like 30 weddings and done few lead photography job, then probably like 70, 80 dollars an hour. If they've done more than 50, more than 30 lead photography job, then they'll probably be over a hundred dollars an hour. So. How do you guys, how do you, I know John's in the same city, so I, it's, it's <laughs> probably pretty the standard, same, yeah. probably standard yeah. here, but how do you, what do you think that rate is in, in Canada or in Vancouver to be more specific? I don't think I could break it down like you did, but I think in right. general, it's, I would say average, well, probably 40 to 50 Canadian. Okay. okay. And what is that based, based off of? That's a good question. I think, <laughs> I think, I think it's just, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, for okay. me, I, well, some people, they base off of themselves, but they do ask also, like, what do you charge? Also? Okay. Like, what are you expecting? Right. Cause okay. some people like kind of have you broken it down. Like some people do have more experience and then they should be paid more than others. Right. So, but yeah, definitely less so than you guys. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Is it just the, the is it just because of the different in different what you call the maybe uh, maybe I'm just looking at the wrong different market people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just market. It's Canada. Yeah. What? How do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've noticed the pricing on on like generally wedding photographers charge less in Canada compared to the U.S. So of course it's going to affect your pricing overall, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, there, there are definitely a lot more less weddings in Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's probably the reason. But I mean, some of the top payers in in Canada, they you know they make as much as some of the top payers in the U.S. So mm-hmm. yeah. But I think we covered a pretty good amount of a second photography. How do you guys feel? Do you think <laughs> now that you can hire a second photographer and you can be a second photographer and all that? <laughs> well, I have John's, been doing John's it. still lost, so that's not good. <laughs> no, I'm. I mean, I've been doing it with you. So, and if if there are things to work on, you you know, we can all we always discuss it. We always have. We always talk about it. So, yeah. But I mean, like, you know, in the end, like, I, you know, I want you to be the lead photographer, and the, you know, like, I want us to like hire more second photographer, and you know, yeah. build build from there. You know, yeah. so it's kind of nice to sort of like have clear vision in terms of what you want out from the second photographer and mm-hmm. like how you're going to manage in the future kind of thing is, I think, something that, you know, we should kind of, kind of think about sort of ahead of time and yeah, and be, be more prepared, I guess. Right. Yeah. And, it's interesting and, also though, because if say John becomes a very good lead photographer, 
then yeah. you're going to both have weddings on the same day and you're going to have to yeah. find someone else. Exactly. That's what you know? that's what that's what exactly <laughs> saying. Like if we yeah. if we work on the different day, we can still can shoot each other. Yeah. Yeah. If it's on the same day, and often they oftentimes they do. Yeah. Now we're gonna need more. We yeah. need we need a team of second shooters. Exactly. So that's why we we that's why we're trying to get Pauline down to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If we're both booked, we're gonna have to yeah. And she she can shoot with the lead photographer as well. She'll have to choose. Who's going to pay me more? Eugene, so do you want a second shoot now? I've always wanted to. It will be any yeah. kind of interest in terms of like oh. how, how I work. But it's going to be time, weird, honestly, for you, I think. Because they're so yeah. used to leading, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll probably you, get frustrated on the side, like, "Oh, you shouldn't be doing that." Oh, you <laughs> are you are you excited for our your second shooting with me? Uh, I, I'm more I'm more worried. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not worried because you're there. So, like, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, I have to admit, I've worked with someone who was who was the lead, and I was second shooting for her, and she her style was definitely not something I would have done. So. At that point, you just kind of have to bite your tongue and just understand yeah. your role and not step on their toes. Yeah, no, you definitely. Know? I mean, right. that's that's the that's the boundary. Yeah, and and something for you to learn also, like kind of learning for yourself. Oh, this is what I would have done, and that's the, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I think so. yeah, once I get over the hurdle, I think I think I'll be pretty free and set to go. Like if you know, like I'll probably run around and you know, like take photos <laughs> from different angles and. And I think I'll I think I'll have fun. Yeah, I think it will. I think you will have fun too. So mm. it's gonna be it's gonna be chill. So I think as introvert, it's definitely fun. <laughs> yeah, you're, not, you're not forced to talk to anyone if you don't want to. <laughs> I was thinking about it. That's gonna be really different for you because you don't even have to deal with you know deal with the class directly. And is that a first first time for you? It it will be, and I think I think. Driving to wedding will just feel completely different. Like when I'm shooting as a lead, I, I have all the play, all those schedule like in my head. Like I have to do this after this after mm -hmm. this. Like what I need to say to the clients at this point, and what I need to say to the guests or the bridesmaids, and you know all that kind of stuff. Like in my head, so like I'm always like pretty tense. But like second photography, like I don't have to talk to clients. Like mm -hmm. there's nothing that's that you know like John's gonna do everything, so I just need to take my camera. I don't even need my bag. Like I can just just go around and just take mm -hmm. photos. And oh uh, yeah, I, I think I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. You just just have fun being a photographer. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can probably wrap it right, right, like right there. Uh, I think that was good. That was a good conversation. Pretty good episode. Yeah. Good discussion. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I I hope all of you guys listening enjoyed as as much as we did. Definitely. We I honestly like never thought this could be a good topic, but uh, wide variety of people, people yeah. who like say clients, they probably want to understand yeah. what a second photographer even is, what, exactly. you know, what their purpose yeah. is. And for someone who wants to become a second photographer, it will give them a little yeah. bit of insight as well. Maybe what are some qualities that they may or should have, mm -hmm. something that they can work towards. And then obviously for the photographers like you, Eugene, something to think about, like why, you know. You may also want to hire a second photographer and also what to look for when you are hiring, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes. Yeah. Definitely. 
All right. Well, you guys can all listen to all of our podcasts on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and so on. And then you can watch us on Spotify and YouTube. We'll be back next week with, we thought we'll discuss a little bit of our work process, what happens after the wedding. Because oftentimes I think we talk too much about, you know, what, you know, we try to tell clients what happened before the wedding, like how we prepare for the wedding, but we don't actually tell, there aren't that many photographers who tell clients like what happened with those photos, like how they're getting, getting stored and like when they get the sneak peeks and, and all that kind of stuff. So we'll talk about those, like how we're all three introverted, but all, we all work differently. We have different work process. And so we just thought this might be interesting. It may, it may not be as long as this one. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think it will be, maybe there's something that you guys could pick up on some of the work process that we have or not. So we, yeah, I thought we just, we just thought that might be a good, good, good topic for a change, but hope you guys all have a good week. All right. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.